What is really good? Point two, point two FM. Today we are going to talk about motivations, and sometimes in life you have to just go ahead and release the kraken. No, <laughs> no. Sometimes in life you have to really just realize that even if you're not able to be in someone's life that you still have to respect that relationship. And what I mean by that is sometimes there are people that you really want to be involved with, whether it be a spouse, a brother, a sister, a cousin, an aunt, a best friend that you used to have when you were a kid. And now you're like, eh, I don't want no parts of that. Like I want to be involved with their life. But I don't think this is going to work. So today we're going to talk about just what is that and what does that mean? And, you know, can you still respect that person, care for that person from afar? That's what we're going to talk about today after the brizzle. You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, Victorious Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is good? We are back again back at it back at it and it is of course Latoya Justice Shari and I'm super excited more than camels to be delivering this message it's good I am feeling a little bit invigorated but I am sleepy I've had issues with my weight loss journey yet again so we're working on it at first I was rolling good I was rolling good and then I got like Adele and then I was rolling in the deep and I tell you I think it's been a lot of stress that has induced it but I'm working on it not giving up I'm just trying to figure out what is working best for me I think one of the reasons why I got stressed out was because baby I wasn't losing the weight that I thought I was gonna lose fast enough but it is what it is. We're still working on that. But hey, we're going to take that, put that on the shelf somewhere. Because this episode, we are talking about our issues. What I mean by that is there are some people in our lives that we really want to be cool with. We really want them to be in our lives. We really feel like it should work out. And, 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 and it, it, maybe we went a long time without being around those people. And we saw the relationship as something that was going to be a flower. It's going to blossom. It's going to bloom. But what we really needed was a tree. We needed something that was in seasonal. We needed something that was going to be there irregardless. And something that had already been been there from the beginning so well let's start from my relationship well I really miss my big brother I really miss him and for those of you who know I am adopted and I met my big brother when I was 19 I'm not gonna point out 
too much about everything that went on, but he lives in Jersey. I live in Florida and I mean not Florida, Georgia. <laughs> I don't live in Florida anymore. <laughs> um I live in Georgia now and I really do miss him. I miss all my brothers. Um and I really wish that I met my sister Rita and I still haven't met my sister Shadika or Miranda in person and I miss my sister Miriam and even though I met them the ones that I did meet in person one time and my brother whom um whom is Muhammad one of him, one of my brothers um I stayed around him for a whole week <clears throat> I think a week it's a change I think it was just a week but anyway um I really do miss my brothers and one of my brothers in particular who I feel like is a real free spirit. He's he's like me. He's really sensitive. But in a in a lot of ways he's not like me. Like he's he's the same as me in so many ways, but he's different than me in so many different ways. And I don't know if it's because we didn't grow up around each other. I mean, I feel like that plays a role in it. But also, I feel like the fact that, let's be honest, I mean, I grew up in, I was born in Newark, but I was raised in South Jersey. And that's a whole different culture. That's a whole different vibe. That's a whole different just freedom and level of just opportunity versus being in Newark, but there's still a bunch of opportunities in Newark, like a ton and a bunch of time to be free in Newark, but it's different. It's just different. The whole lifestyle is different. And so that kind of raised an issue in our relationship. And I think another reason why there was issues within our relationship was because of I would like to say, and I I don't know how to call it, I don't know what to call this, but I want to call it the automatic relative syndrome. I'm going to call it that. I don't think that's a real thing. Matter of fact, I'm going to be honest with you. I know that's not a real thing because I just made that up, <laughs> but I'm going to call it that. <laughs> and what I mean by that is when you're adopted and you meet your um blood relatives, there's this automatic thing, this feeling, this Un, unexplainable piece of you that's there. And you feel like, I know me, I felt like my whole life there was a piece of the puzzle going. And, and pieces, really. And when I talk to my cousin Yoshimenda or comment on them, or see their pictures, or see my sister's pictures, when I see my sister Shadika's pictures, or my sister Miranda's, or my brother um, Richard, or my brother Muhammad, or Tamor, um, or, or see my sister Tanya's pictures, or see my sister Rita, or my sister Miriam, or pictures of my birth mother, or my birth father, I feel this thing. And there's this, this automatic, just... It's like, it's very satisfying. It's kind of like when you first start of Mario and you hit ding, and you know you are about to be in for it. You've been waiting for this game your whole life, and you know this game is about to be on and popping. You feel? 
And that's what it feels like. Like, seriously, it's just satisfying. Even if the beating doesn't go perfectly, even if you don't have just the right thing, it's still satisfying. It's satisfying for me, you know, but and it's satisfying because you get to know where you come from. It's it's a whole Wakanda forever moment legitimately you you realize where you come from this whole time I feel like I've been double duped because I'm an African who's never been in Africa but Mrs. Africa (laughs) and I'm I'm a person who's never been around her biological family I mean her biological parents and never really spent a good amount of time like you know years around or months even around my my biological family and I feel like I'm kind of duped but it is a blessing because it allows me to always understand that the glass is not half empty it's not half full the glass is what I need to hold the water the thing that will keep me surviving and still there. It is an opportunity for me to put more in it or to keep it the way it is and use it when I need it. It's not so simple. It's not black and white. It's not half empty or half full. It's just an opportunity. And I think that's what it comes to with that. Now, when it comes to relationships I really miss, I really feel like I've I've missed out a lot with my brothers and sisters. And I had a tighter relationship with um, a few of them, but I've really distanced myself from them because I feel like I got, I, I am so caught up in my son, my daughter, my partner, myself. You know, I've been with Henry for over nine years and he... I met him when he was staying with his with his parents and when I was staying in a whole different city and we came together and I moved up here to be with him and I've never been so close to anyone in my life except for Sean and Francesca who are my kids like them are the only three people I'm that close with. I'm not even that close with my mother my adopted mother like I'm close with her but not like them. Like, I see them every single day, day in and day out. I fight for them. I ride for them. I'm, I grind for them. And so I think when, I think because my whole life being adopted, I spent all that time wanting a family and needing a family and that stability. And I fought it off because I was scared of it. But I finally got it. And it's made me the happiest person ever. But I've also had real struggles, like my eating addiction, that I have to worry about. And But it's allowed me a situation. Because honestly, I don't think I would have lost any of the weight ever if it wasn't for being in this situation. So I think that's one of the reasons why I have issues with my brothers and sisters. Because real recognize real. And if you're not real for me then you look unfamiliar. Like, being in this relationship so long, even though we went through heartache and drama and trouble on both sides, because we was dumb. We was dumb. We was dumb. we were dumb when we were young. But, I mean, who wasn't dumb in their 20s? Hell, I was dumb in my early 30s. <laughs> and I'm still 34. So, <laughs> But, I mean, 
I needed this. And so I think what for me, I think the biggest issue is I can't deal with instability with people. Instability. Instability? What the heck am I saying? Unstableness. Bam! There we got it. <laughs> we got it, girl. <laughs> I can't deal with unstableness in a relationship. I need consistency. I need you to hit me up every day or me be able to hit you up every day when I get a chance to, you know. Uh oh. I'm supposed to be praying. I need to pray. Um, but. I'm going to take a short bristle, and then I'm going to go ahead and do that, and I'll talk to you in a minute. My bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad, y'all. I got to get my praise on. I got to get, I just, I got to get it on. I just, I got to do it. What is good? We're back. I had to pray real quick. I am very forgetful, and I am very unmindful when it comes to getting my prayer on, so I had to hop on this opportunity, you know what I'm saying, put myself right. Um, Like we were saying before, I was talking about my siblings and just really getting an opportunity to, like, understand how my life is now. Um, I think for people in general, sometimes we like to romanticize things. Sometimes we like to remember the nostalgic moments from our childhood, from our friendships, from our relationships even, um, that were great. And we may be heading in an all different direction, not because we want to be away from that person, but because we want to better ourselves. In the end, we want to love ourselves better. And the people who are our support system, our circle, we want to be better for them. I was just, I was listening to this morning, um, Kevin Gates, Better For You. I was listening to it because it's my alarm tone. And the reason why it's my alarm ringtone is because, number one, I do love Kevin Gates, but I put it on for Henry because it's a specific alarm to remind me, hey, I need to get up, fix him something to eat for lunch. And just to remind me that this is a Henry alarm. I have to get up for my babe. Because I want to be better for him. I want to be a better person. I love when we want to be better as people. I think that's a beautiful thing when you strive for greatness and for just achieving little by little, increment by increment, the ability to just do and become better. That is what being successful is. You know, something could be a success. But being successful is being full of opportunities to become better. It's not about just having that one success. That's the short term. That's the micro. That's something that's just for a quick fix, you know, a patch up. It's placebo. It's something that makes you feel good. But in reality, we all really need successfulness. And we need the opportunity to become better for ourselves and for the people in our support system. We have to be a part of their support system and they have to be a part of ours. It is a whole cloud, if you will, of comfort. And I think about the fact that 
I love my family. I do. Even my extended family, even my biological family that I don't know that well. And a part of it is my fault. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's hugely my fault because I do get so involved in my dreams. I mean, I spent a lot, a big chunk of my young adult life just figuring it out like most of us. But I had to figure it out while I was married and separated for six out of the seven years we were married. I had to, well, five and a half out of the seven years we were married. And even that one year was lumpy. It was like a month here, two months here, three months here, a week here, a day here, literally 30 minutes to an hour there. Like we had those moments. We had those days. And, you know, I loved my ex-husband when I was in, I mean, I really loved him, but I wasn't in love and I wasn't in love with myself. And I wasn't like all, I put so much away to be with him. I put so much away to be with my, my adoptive mother because that was my family. Cause that's my family. I put so much away to deal with that, that I really didn't get an opportunity to like grow and blossom myself. And I think that's a suppression of a lot of issues. And I think we do that as people. Like we get in a relationship and we forget, oh, I still have to take care of myself. I still have to do for me. We get so comfortable. And one of the things that 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 little Wayne said is never get too comfortable. You know, and it's the truth. We get too comfortable with our situation and don't think about the future. I mean, Hence the coronavirus. We can't get so comfortable. We have to prepare for a rainy day. No, we can't prepare for everything, but we have to prepare for a rainy day. And when it comes to relationships, when it comes to past relationships, when it comes to people we know, we get so caught up in the nostalgia, the comfort of what it was, that we don't realize that we already have a support system. And we kind of like push it away to try to fix or have something we we really don't have it's not really tangible you know what i'm saying i think that's one of the things that i did um i wish it was better i w- i wish it was just whew, i wish it was so much better because there's a big chunk of me that wants that that life but i know that i'm not headed in that direction I, you know, I I feel like, and and one thing I did learn from my big brother, Richard, um, is that when you're passionate about something, you gotta, you gotta go all in, and you gotta research, like all my brothers, <laughs> all my brothers are smart as heck, <laughs> like these dudes. <laughs> They know everything. <laughs> like, they know the ingredients inside the ingredients. Like, they tell me stuff that I didn't even know. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I also realized that we don't communicate as often as I would like. And we do have issues with our past that we really don't talk about. Like, I feel like they they do feel upset that I was adopted. Like, they might not say it because, I mean, they're more 
you know, they're going to keep that feeling inside. Like, they talk about it, but they don't really talk about it. They say it, but they don't really say it. Like, they hint at it. You know what I'm saying? I know that there's a part of them that is mad that I was adopted. Like, same thing with my sisters. And I can't change that. But it does cause a rift. Because we try to pretend like we're the, the brothers and sisters that grew up to with each other and know everything. But we, but I don't. I'm literally a complete stranger to them. Like I, <laughs> I really don't know them, and I think that's what causes issues with me wanting to get to know them because I'm at a place in my life where even though I want them in it and I want to know where they are and I want to know that they're safe and I want them to know that I'm safe and their nieces and nephews are s- safe and my partner is safe and their, I want to know that my nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews and um, cousins are safe. There's also a huge part of me that realizes that I don't know them. Like, there's times where I tried to fit in, and I just didn't know. I just couldn't hang. And I spent my whole life trying to fit in. So for the first time in my life, I already, I'm in it. I'm a part of this. I'm in this thing. Like, I'm a part of this now. Like, there's no going back. And and that's where, where I am with my family. I think that's why I'm so comfortable. That's why it's so hard for me to, like, just go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go ahead and just jump in. And, I, and, and it's a good thing because it has allowed me to grow as an individual and find out what I love to do. There have been issues in my life like everybody else's. But it's allowed me to grow. I think for us as people, as humans... We have to know where we are now and we have to accept the fact that we failed or we lost or we can't have that relationship with that person or it won't be the way we thought it would be in our head. Like think about it like this, like have you went somewhere and everybody has talked up this, 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 this food or this lotion or this out with these new shoes or something they talked about how comfortable they were or whatever the whatever the item was whatever it was and then when you got it it was like eh. you know you were excited to have it you wanted it you got it you know and at first you were loving it you know you was ba da ba 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 you loving it and the next thing you know you realize like I really hate this or I don't like it or it's not all what I thought it was gonna be you know what I'm saying because I think it's different strokes for different different strokes for different folks. Everybody does not like the same thing. Everybody relationship is not going to be the same. Everybody does not stay the same as what they were. It's it's a growth growth process. And sometimes the person you met ten years ago, twenty years ago, is not the same person that you know. And they've grown and they've changed or they stay the same and you've grown and you've changed or you both stay the same. But you now realize I can't be in a relationship with this person because I want to grow and change. And so I think that's what happens with us in life. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it is just a case of, honestly, PTSD. And I know y'all might be like, well, what does that got to do with anything? Sometimes... You have a relationship with someone. I've had friends where I, I, you know, I started off cool with them. And then, you know, come to find out this happened or that happened. And we really weren't real friends. 
you know, because this happened or that happened. And you and you've seen it and you realize like we can't work. And so you kept trying to make it work, but it didn't work. It it gave you another rejection, another issue. Don't try to make a square peg fit in a round hole. Just put it where it's supposed to go. I know you want it to look like that. I know you feel like it should look like that or be like that or 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 seem like that, but <clears throat> baby, that's not going to get it. So, I mean, it's better for you to take that opportunity <laughs> and <laughs> And when I say opportunity, I mean that really strong. An opportunity. When you have to get rid of somebody out your life who don't need to be in your life, even though you want them in your life, but it's not causing you, not benefiting you or that person, take that opportunity to grow and realize that everybody don't need to be in there because it's going to allow you room for change. It might even allow you hindsight to to protect yourself from being around other people that you don't need to be around from the get-go. You know what I'm saying? For real. Anyway, we're going to take another break and then we're going to do our closing closing statements and we're going to be out this piece. What is really good? We are back. I don't know why I did that like I was entering into the show. I don't know. I'm so used to doing it. <laughs> anyway, you guys, um, just remember, if you love what you have, you have everything you need. And I feel like that applies to this whole entire topic. You can't go looking for silver when you already have gold at your front door. Keep what you have close to you it's dear it's near it's what has worked for you for so long even though you may feel like you can go and 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 have what you what you wanted in the past sometimes it's best to to take that voyage and see what it is and keep it in the place it needs to be at maybe at a later date it will apply for your life the knowledge that you learn, the relationships you have, maybe it will work. But if it's not working for you now, leave it alone. It's one thing to be around people who are there for you, who want to care, who try to change, who try to work with you. It's another thing to be around people who don't apply, you know, or maybe not even that case it's another thing to be around people who who maybe your time is passed on and maybe you can only do but so much maybe you can have a relationship but not as strong as you wanted it to be because deep down you know that there's something that is not going to be as strong between you two as what it would have been you know sometimes it's like that it's like that with dating like maybe you met somebody 
and you were so in love and everything worked out and then you had to go off to school or you had to take another job or you had to break up because you know whatever the case may be but you left on good terms and then you come back or maybe you left on bad terms and then you come back and you remember all the passion but then it's not the same it's not the same do what is right don't leave love for uncomfortability and nostalgia just stay in the love anywho guys thank you so much for listening i love you guys so much i hope you're keeping safe wrap it up with a face mask until next time you guys remember once more if you love what you have you have everything you need thank you so much for listening please check out the youtube which i am working on Little by little, I have it up. 0.2.2 FM Walls Talking Podcast on YouTube. And please hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at 0.2.2 FM Walls Talking Podcast. Also, hit up KNG Gaming. Or, yeah, that's my son, Nas. I'm going to try to get him on episode this week. I'm going to try, try, try. But this school thing has been crazy. Also, um, if you have kids, check out the kids' YouTube channel that we're working on. Um, we have two episodes out. Just check it out. Leave a comment. Give me some suggestions, feedback. I want your feedback so we can do better. And I also got some things that I'm working on that will come out soon that I will talk about. Hopefully, we'll be able to do a podcast for Wednesday afternoon. I know I won't be able to do it in the morning, but maybe we'll be able to do it in the afternoon. Or maybe I'll be able to do another episode today and let it air later on tomorrow. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much. Smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point Two Point Two FM Wall Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice. Shari and your co-host King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our Twitter Twitter Smooches. Peace. Until next time.